Welcome to True Wisdom, a podcast dedicated to the Word of God and learning more about Him because through Him is what? Life. And salvation. Uh, welcome, Andrew. Welcome, Robert. And welcome, guests. Uh, we thank you for joining us here week after week. And um, we pray that this is having an effect on someone's life. And we pray that we are all sharing it as much as possible. Um, Andrew, what is the best way to share this podcast with someone else? Well, best way to share with someone else, uh, send them the, the link, right, which we'll discuss at the end. You can send them the link. You can listen to it with them, right? Um, talk it up, hype it up. If it's if you're being blessed by it, then by all means, let other people know. Um, we would we're looking to help other people to better understand the Word of God, and whichever way that that, that can be done, we will be grateful. All right, excellent. So, uh, what is our theme verse? Our theme verse is. It comes to us from Proverbs 9, 9 and 10. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 9, 9 and 10. Excellent. So let me pray, and we'll jump right in. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to... Um, discuss the Bible, and share it with others. Uh, we pray that what we say is right along with what you'd have us to say, and that someone will be blessed. Amen. Amen. So what topic are we tackling today? We're, we've spoken about doing this for a while. We're going to go to Proverbs chapter 9, and the topic title would be The Way of Wisdom. The Way of Wisdom. Proverbs 9. All right. As I pull it up on the computer. Proverbs 9. All right. 18 verses should be fairly straightforward. Mm -hmm. Starting at verse 1. Wisdom hath built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She hath killed her beasts. She hath mingled her wine. She hath also furnished her table. She hath set forth her maidens. She crieth upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Now this is interesting, right? That's, it's not often that uh, Solomon makes such long sentences. This is two sentences between these five verses. Wisdom is seeking not so much companionship, even though that was the word I was inclined to use, but she's making an invitation to people who need wisdom. She's not looking for something. 
she's looking for people who can benefit from wisdom. Mm, okay. Right? She's putting out she's putting out an ad and saying, "Hey, whoever's simple, whoever's lacking in understanding, because want us understanding here doesn't just mean desire; it means lacking." Right? The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want be in lack. Whoever's lacking understanding, whoever's simple, as in a simpleton, come this way. Mm. All right. Verse 6, forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. Mm -hmm. He that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame, and he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a, a, a different way of looking at it. It, it is. Do verse 8, and then we'll tackle them together. Okay. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Okay. The, the contrast helps us to understand. In, throughout the book of Proverbs, and sometimes in Ecclesiastes, Solomon points out that there is wisdom in reproving people, but sometimes he mentions that it doesn't make any sense to reprove people who are stubborn because they're, you've wasted time, right? And he shows it here. You're going to reprove a scorner, but he's just going to hate you. But if you rebuke a wise man, he will love you. Mm. He's going to pay attention and recognize the value in what you did. Just this week, I, was, um, I had posted something. Someone had made a comment on Twitter or the the social media site formerly known as Twitter. And I happened to express um, a correction to them in terms of what their understanding was. And somebody else who had been trying to get that same point across for a while just wrote to me and said, you're wasting your time. <laughs> mm. And I said, possibly, but there are other people who may benefit from it, right? Meaning when I'm on social media, I don't necessarily anticipate that the best results will be received by the person I'm discussing things with, I expect that the other onlookers may, may derive benefit. So I'm careful about what I say and how I say it, not just because you don't get anywhere by insulting people, but because it's not an audience of one. Just because I'm replying back to a person doesn't mean that that's the only person who may benefit from what's being said. Got it. All right. So now we go to our theme verse, Proverbs 9, mm -hmm. verses 9 and 10. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Okay, and if you look at that in the King James, if you look at that in the Bible that shows you italics, actually instruction and man are supplied. So when it says give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser, instruction and man in the first part are supplied. Teach a just man, that's also supplied. And he will increase in learning. Give to a wise and he will be wiser. Teach a just 
and he will increase in learning. The two things we can learn from that are they inserted, they figured out that it was man because obviously teach a blank and he will increase. Teach a wise and he, obviously man is meant, but we should understand that to be broader as in humanity. It's not as though women can't learn under the same circumstance. The other point to make about that giving instruction um, to a wise man or giving something to a wise man, whatever you put before a person who is wise, whether it is new instruction or it is correction or it is a puzzle or a riddle, they will grow from it because that is now their nature, right? They are a wise person and they will seek to derive additional wisdom from whatever confronts them whether it be new instruction or whether it be a correction because of mistakes they were making. Ah, okay. So verse 11 now. For by the days shall be multiplied. For by me, we're still talking about wisdom is still speaking here. For by me, thy days shall be multiplied and the years of thy life shall be increased. Mm. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shalt bear it. Hmm. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. For she sitteth at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call passengers who go right on their ways. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. Wow. Hmm. Wow. And, And you know what? This is probably the first time that I really paid attention and noticed that the initial part of the call of the wise woman and the cantankerous foolish woman are the same. Mm-hmm. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they both speak to people the same. Mm-hmm. But one of them is saying... Come eat of my bread and drink of my mine, my wine, which I've mingled. Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. Whereas this one says, "Stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant." Hmm. So, um, stolen waters are sweet. What should mm-hmm. that convey? Oh, the foolish, well, the foolish woman is inducing him to licentiousness. Mm-hmm. Living wrong. Not just living wrong. This is sexual intimacy that's being spoken of. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just generic wrongdoing. That's why it's talking about stolen waters. Okay. Stolen waters are sweet. Bread eaten in secret is sweet. Mm. But he knoweth not that the dead are there. 
yeah, the people that go there and fall for that trap are dead right there. And her guests are in the depths of hell. And that you can look at that either way, although more specifically, it means grave. Okay. Because that's the word that was translated um, to hell. That's, that's the tricky thing about dealing with these folks from the Middle Ages, right? Because the King James Bible is written, is the translation is done in the um, early 1600s, right? Um, so think about how interesting it is that they were still somewhat, um, their mindset was not far removed from all of that superstitious stuff of that time even though these are well-meaning biblical people who, who loved God, they still had some baggage in terms of their understanding from before. That's why phrases like give up the ghost are in this, right? When it, when it really means uttering the last breath. Mm, okay. They, they had it as give up the ghost. And, and so these phrases from the, the dark ages and the middle ages, linger on even though these brethren meant all the best things and so the word in hebrew and also in greek but the word in hebrew that means grave is often translated into the old english hell when in uh, fact it can't be right because hell does not yet exist hell is both a time and a place okay. and the place is the surface of the earth and the time is at the second coming. So when you're reading the King James, as much as we like the King James and appreciate certain aspects of the language and the consistency of it, especially when you're looking at prophecy, certain things about how you translate it into Old English are better from the older languages than, in, than modern English would be. But you do have to remember that there are these phrases that they dragged over from um, Catholicism and paganism without realizing it because it was just part of their, that was their day to day reality. Yeah, that was the language of the day. Hmm? And this is a much more flowery description anyway. It's, it's not something to be taken literally in the sense that it's allegory. Yeah, right, right. You are correct. All right. You are correct. But even then, we have to be careful because even if, you know, if the doctrine had been correct, we would be happy to use it, right? So there are, you could convey things, it, let me say it this way. The reason we can't use it is not because it's allegorical. It's because it's incorrect theology. Right, to use okay. in, um, right, because there are other things that are used that are said in passing, but are actual truth. And we're able to leverage them fully because they were said correctly fully. You can still get things out of allegory. You just can't expect that allegory is going to literally cover every doctrine because it's at odds with at least the state of the dead, as an example. Right. Okay. Okay. So now we have a direct contrast between wisdom, and this goes right back to our theme verse. Mm -hmm. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. 
teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And that's what we all striving to be. Um, you show yourself to be a wise person because how you deal with instruction. You don't get upset. You don't act difficult. You accept it because it will make you wiser. You accept right. teaching. You'll accept uh, instruction. Right. All right. Um, so go ahead and pray us out then. Okay. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that we have the privilege of coming together like this, leveraging technology to share the Word of God. We pray that all of our listeners will be blessed. We pray that you will bless us in this ministry, that we will be able to to say what you would have us to say and share what you would have us to share. Please bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And the title to this one is? The Way of Wisdom. The Way of Wisdom. All right, so as we mentioned earlier in the show, there's many ways to share this. Um, we have, we're on most streaming platforms. Just look for True Wisdom. You can go to our website. Um, we can be found at truewisdom.buzzsprout.com and directly at our web website, truewisdom.info. If you'd like to email us any questions or comments, you can get us at questions at truewisdom.info. And we also have an accompanying podcast, Andrew does, and that is called? Rightly Divide the Word of Truth, and that can be found at biblestudy.aspzone.com and uh, on all the same podcast platforms as True Wisdom. Excellent. Um, we thank you for listening, and we pray you will be blessed.